Hello and welcome to Storytime with Shining Nathan. If you followed us here from TikTok or YouTube, we're so happy you're here. If you found us organically, welcome you're in for a treat as Shining Nathan, or as people like to call him your gay auntie, will be reading you stories throughout literary history. So grab yourself something to eat, drink, and get all cuddled up while Shining Nathan takes you on a literary adventure. Be sure to follow us on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram, and subscribe for future stories. Hello, darlings. This is your gay auntie. And you know, today I felt like talking to y'all about a very important topic. Now, normally I do my reading, but I did mention at the beginning of this podcast that I'd make it something very more fluid. You know, have some reading and then do some talking on very important topics that impact all of our lives. And this time, I think we're going to talk about a topic a lot of us have been dealing with, especially with the last two years. And that is grief and ways I, myself, have worked through grief on my own. And just for the record, this is going to be very unscripted because I like just talking with y'all and kind of just walking through my own experiences and be hopeful that they'll help you in your own growth and journey. Now, when it comes to grief, grief is, well, a very complicated topic, and many of us deal with it in many different and robust ways, and very few of us are willing to actually face the true meaning of what grief means. And so, let's break it down a little bit, because grief can come in many different shapes and sizes, whether it's the loss of a loved one due to death, or the loss of a loved one due to divorce or breakup or the ending of a friendship. And so grief comes in so many different fits, and not all of us are willing to call, say, a divorce grief, when in actuality, in a lot of ways, you are grieving. So you're going to have a lot of the same feelings and emotional responses from the grief of a breakup, the death of a relationship, so it were, as you would as the death of a loved one. And with all forms of grief, the biggest thing we need to acknowledge first is the fact that we are grieving. Now, culturally, I say this loosely, my own culture is pretty decent when it comes to grief in our own quote-unquote death ritual, but specifically pertaining to the death of a loved one. You see, we tend to celebrate the person's life and then move into a state of memory as a form of keeping them here and reliving that memory in a way of joy and celebration instead of a let's go with the grieving process as we would be sad that they're gone especially when you add the component of the catholic component of the religion where instead of being sad they're gone we're happy they're getting to experience the next plane and i say that way because i have many readers and listeners and viewers of many different denominations and religious creeds so when we go through grief of any kind I always say step one, feel your feelings. Go through those feelings. So many people try to have a stiff upper lip. You know what I mean? Because so many people believe that if I show emotion, if I show this breakdown of feeling, then I'm considered weak or I shouldn't or society or my culture says I shouldn't express this emotion 
when it's perfectly okay. It is 2022 now, and most people now understand what you're going through and sympathize. So always, step one, acknowledge and feel your feeling. Express that feeling. If you don't feel comfortable expressing it outwardly, then by all means, get yourself a journal or take yourself into private and have that cry you deserve to have. Because people tend to to forget and realize, especially when it's the death of a loved one, is that you're losing somebody who's been with you a chunk of your life. Say it's a parent, or if it's a friend you've only known for a couple years, but they brought you so much time and so much value to your life, you're allowed to grieve in the way that you need to. Or if you have a divorce or a breakup, and you're grieving the death of that relationship or the loss of that relationship, by all means, Feel those feelings. Let them out. As I always say, emotions and feelings are meant to be felt and expressed. But on the same side of that coin, be sure to direct those emotions and feelings in a way that's productive and not destructive. And sometimes in the moment, it's hard to differentiate. But if you practice the ability of being mindful, then you can. So for instance, having yourself a good long cry after somebody passes or after you lose a relationship is beyond fantastic. A good cry can help us feel alive and help us let out that feeling that we have not been able to let out. Even at a breakup, you're a man, woman, or everything in between. Have that cry. You owe it to yourself, and it helps in that healing process to express that feeling. Now, in step two, it's remembering that grief should not be the way you keep that person in your life. The memories should be. And people tend to forget this because we go through that grieving process of expressing our emotion, of being sad, of feeling that feeling of whatever it is we want to feel. But then we forget that that is how some people try to hold that person here in this world by maintaining that sadness and grief. And at a certain point, we need to remember not to allow that grief to be the way we keep that person here. And it's transitioning that grief and that sadness to a point of keeping that person here in their memories, in the peace of themselves they've left inside you in those memories, in that laughter. And that also goes to the corner of the divorce or a breakup. Because so many people want to become embittered after a breakup or a divorce, no matter how it may have ended or, or stopped. And I recommend to focus on the good things, not as a reason to get back with the person, but as a reason to maintain the good memories. Because even if a divorce or a breakup happens due to unsavory circumstances like infidelity or breaking of one's trust, that does not mean you have to destroy the good memories you have, or nor does it invalidate the good memories you have. So, how I help with that, or how I help with that in my own world, is... Once I've had my good long cry and had my little episode of 
sadness or if it manifested depression, I try to keep a journal. It don't have to be long. It don't have to be small. It can be however fits you right. And I write how I feel in that journal. But then at a certain point, I take out a few sheets of paper and I write a letter to the person who's either passed on or whom I've broken up with or whom I've lost in my life. And I write out every single thing, every single word I've ever wanted to say to them. And I just write. And I let the words flow freely. No matter what it is that comes to my mind, no matter what it is I've ever wanted to say, I just let it become a big old word salad slash buffet. And this can take a page. It can take five to ten pages. But you write that out. Let all of that out, because a lot of the time, especially in a death of a loved one, divorce or breakup, a lot of that feeling of regret is things left unsaid or things left undid. And you know what? That's OK. So let those things be said into the pages of that pieces of paper and let those acts be did into the pages of that paper. And then once you're done, you can decide what it is you want to do it. Now, when it comes to divorce or breakup, honey, I do not recommend you giving those pages to the other person. This is something strictly 1000% for yourself. And that's all right. I usually burn it as a way of releasing what I've said and what I've written into those pages back out to help me let free of what I've been feeling. Some people will keep it as a reminder, and that's beautiful. Do what makes you feel best. Get out these thoughts and words and things you've wanted to let out. And if in doing the process, you have to have yourself a little cry, then by all means, sweet pea, you go on and have a cry. But the biggest part of this entire process is feeling your feelings, acknowledging them, and expressing them because that is what's most important about grief is that culturally recently as in the last hundred years or so grieving was very not to be shown especially when it came among men and i understand that but we're trying to build a healthier you and a healthier space for you and that's what's most important now, I mentioned earlier doing things that's a productive way. And this is especially evident when it comes to a divorce or a breakup because we tend to let out our feelings in a very unhealthy way. We lash out to that person whom we've left or have been left by. And while I can understand that knee-jerk reaction want to lash out to that person who hurt us, does it actually serve us a purpose? Other than that momentary release. And I understand we as a species tend to live in the moment species for the here and now. And in a lot of instances, it's part of that in that. What is the word I want to use that immediate gratification of self? You know what I mean, honey? Like lashing out to that ex feels good for the now. But does it really help you in the end? Because this all that lashing out tends to go to another point I'm about to make, and that's receiving closure. 
Because a lot of the times, especially today, because we're not necessarily the most healthy society overall and haven't been for a very, very long time, if ever, when it comes to breaking up or losing a loved one or something like that. But especially divorce and breakup, when we go through that grief, we very rarely do we get the closure or give the closure we or others need. And so we need to learn how to get the closure from within, from ourselves, not from without, from others. And that is very big, both in a divorce, breakup, but also when somebody passes on. And so we got sometimes got to give ourselves the sorries we were wanting from other people. Say we didn't have a great relationship with our mama, but they passed on and you're still living with that grief of the shoulda, coulda, wouldas or the shoulda, coulda, I wanted as well. So you got to say the sorry to yourself you're wanting from your mama or your partner that left you or you left. And that is where the writing, the journaling and writing that letter helps come in, but also telling yourself that sorry and finding that closure from yourself. And some instances, if you're capable, say you're the one who initiated a breakup, given that closure as well. Now, there are tons of psycho psychological papers out there that you can find to help you figure out how to give closure and to receive closure. These are just my own recommendations on what I've done. But when it comes to getting closure, I tend to prefer to get it from myself. And if somebody else decides to give it to me, then that's fantastic. It helps my process a lot quicker. But at the end of the day, you have to be prepared to find that closure from within. And that's where writing that letter comes from. Writing out everything you wanted to say or do or tell that other person. And then you, most instances, I say burn it. Let it go. And telling yourself you're sorry. Now, this is just a heads up. That's not going to that getting that closure, that feeling of closure ain't going to happen with more than likely with just one. I'm sorry. But it's a step in the right direction for you. And that's wonderful. Now, thank you for listening in, hunters. I hope this helps. And if you did like this, please let me know and feel free to stay up and listen to more of my podcasts. I'm going to be doing more of these little talks in the future. Now, as always, you take care of yourself. And if you enjoyed this, I'd be more than flattered if you would become a patron on my Patreon to help support me as I create this additional content. You take care now, honey, and remember, you don't have to become a patron or at my Patreon. I'm just happy to be able to be here and helping you. You take care now, my little dumpling. I love you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Storytime with Shining Nathan. If you did, remember to subscribe and feel free to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. If you would like to support this channel and your gay auntie, go to patreon.com forward slash Shining Nathan. If you have any suggestions on pieces we can read, feel free to email us at yourgayauntie at gmail.com. Remember, you are loved, you are fully valid, and we're so happy you're here. You take care of yourself.